Whether you operate one forklift or thousands, one location or hundreds, the new My Toyota customer portal can help you optimize your operation and material handling equipment. This one-stop, free-to-use platform is designed to help you take control of your information and make smarter decisions, all at the touch of a button. Register and access your data today at my.toyotaforklift.com. That's my.toyotaforklift.com. Business is always changing, always evolving. To keep pace, you must run better and manage smarter. The Raymond Corporation is committed to providing innovative intralogistic solutions that will optimize your business, increase productivity, accelerate insights through connectivity, and transform operations through automation. To learn more, visit RaymondCorp.com. The New Warehouse Podcast, hosted by Kevin Lawton, is your source for insights and ideas from the distribution, transportation, and logistics industry. A new episode every Monday morning brings you the latest from industry experts and thought leaders. And now, here's Kevin. Hi, it's Kevin Long with the New Warehouse Podcast here at Modex 2020, and we are at the New Warehouse uh, booth here, and we are joined by Peter Zielinski. He is the Supply Chain Architect at Barcoding Inc. Uh, Peter is going to join us. He's going to talk to us a little bit about Barcoding Inc., what they're exhibiting here, and also about uh, what just they do in general, and uh, I'm sure talk to us about barcodes, too. Uh, so, Peter, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you. Good, and I have to say that Peter has these amazing uh, glasses that match his lanyard. He tells me the glasses came before the lanyard. I believe him. I think he influenced the coloring of the lanyard, but it's a perfect match. So, Gotta very stylish. <laughs> All right, so how uh, how are you doing? How's how's the show going for you guys? Um, actually, the show is going pretty good. We've got yep. a nice location, and um, we're we're actually drawing a good number of people into the booth. I, I look at it this way: we're not having as many uh, trick or treaters this year. Okay. All right. That's good. So getting a lot of a lot of viable contacts. That's good. That's good. Yeah, because I know you know obviously there's some concerns around the whole virus and everything with attendance. So it's good to see that people are still coming out and you're still getting good uh, good numbers. Yeah, Yeah, it's been definitely. So why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, Barcoding Inc. and what it is you guys do? I'm I'm sure it has to do with barcodes, right? Well, yeah. Yeah. Kind of start off. uh, (laughs) Founder of the company um, uh, got a hold of the Barcoding. Mm -hmm. Dot com. Mm -hmm. Uh, web URL right yeah. off the bat and uh, started oh, as business wrapped very lucky yeah. yeah you know the automatic identification and data capture business mm-hmm. but um, barcoding itself is a supply chain automation and innovation company okay um, everything from you know barcode scanning and mobile devices to RFID systems mm-hmm. and through partnerships and software that we own and develop as well mm-hmm. um, warehouse management uh, warehouse execution uh, right. work in process um, transportation management systems things like that Oh, it's wow. really an end-to-end solutions company. Our, yeah. our whole goal is to really, you know, find out what that customer's experience is mm-hmm. um, as far as people, process, and technology, mm-hmm. and then help them improve that, whether okay. it's going to be through a, a stepwise change, you know, mm-hmm. continuous improvement process, or something a bit more transformative. Right. It's, you know, helping them achieve their goals. Definitely, and I think, the, I think that's really good going by your name because barcodes are kind of one of the... I don't know, the biggest continuous improvements maybe of all time. Oh, yeah. I it's would like say. The fundamental stepping stone now yeah. for data. Yeah. So taking that, I guess, initial idea of, you know, creating barcodes and implementing them and now continuing on to continuous that continu- 
continuous, that continuous improvement. Right. Hmm, that's pretty good. Um, you know, that really helps, I think. And, you know, the fact that you guys are doing end-to-end solutions now, um, that's really good as well. So, so talk to us a little bit, I guess, about, you know, some of those solutions that you guys are implementing and a little bit about, I guess, what you're exhibiting here at Modex. Okay. Well, what I find still interesting is, you know, the UPC code was invented back in 1973. I mean, the very first right. barcode was scanned back then. Mm-hmm. And yet still one-third of all warehouses that have inventory in them aren't being tracked using a warehouse management system, so yeah. they're not scanning any barcodes. Uh, and I'm still marveling at that. Yeah. Um, but uh, what we're exhibiting this this week is uh, Zebra Technology Solutions, so printers, scanners, okay. and kind of their high-end stuff as right. well. Um, we've got, at, at the other end of the spectrum, uh, Doforms, mm-hmm. which is a basic data capture solution for you know, small projects. Okay. Really scalable software as a service scenario. It's mm-hmm. great stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've also got Definitive Technology in our booth, which is uh, powered carts okay. uh, to add that mobility to your warehouse to give you a little bit more flexibility and where mm-hmm. work happens. Right. So it's kind of across the board. Um, okay. I mean, our customer mix is everything from Fortune 100 and Fortune 10 right. all the way down to the long tail. Mm-hmm. You know, people looking for small solutions because they've got you know five guys who have to get their jobs done. Yeah. So it's really fairly broad, so I get to have a lot of fun. Okay, and so you talked about uh, one-third of warehouses are like not using barcodes, right? Yeah. So now, how do you, when you guys, I guess, are approached by a customer or approach a customer, a potential customer, that is that person, right? Mm-hmm. How do you, I mean, how do you even start there, right? Well, we ask them two questions. Mm-hmm. One is, who are your customers? Okay. The other is, who are your suppliers? Mm-hmm. And based on that, what do you do? What are you trying, how are you trying to bridge that gap? What value are you adding to product in that supply chain? Right. And how can we make that more efficient, more accurate, and get you more connected with both ends of that spectrum? Okay. Um, in some cases, it's literally, we got stuff that's coming with barcodes that we're not using. Mm. Okay, how can we help you enable your warehouse to receive product in more efficiently, more accurately, so that right. you can carry on with production, right? Mm-hmm. In other cases, it's they're receiving product in, but it doesn't come in with a label. How do we get a label on there so that they can consume it? Okay. And that, those are the, kind of the basic stepping stones. Mm-hmm. But I try to look a little bit deeper than that, and I go, well, what information do you need presented on those labels, and what do you need for track and trace? Mm-hmm. What is the, the end-to-end requirement for knowing where things are, what they are, and who's played with them, who's working with them? Okay. I mean, if you're in the pharmaceutical industry, Right now, it's end-to-end traceability down to the dosage level. Oh, yeah, big time. But if if you're in B2B and you're talking about, I just sell products to these one or two other customers, the requirements are a little bit different. Mm -hmm. And you try to get your customer to kind of extend out and say, well, if you did things in a more standardized way, you might Mm -hmm. be able to get more customers because they could make better use of your product. Um, I'm all about the GS1 standards right now because Mm -hmm. that's really what we need for Total, uh, total end-to-end solution right, for the yeah. supply chain. Yeah, so the communication kind of just flows all the way through from supplier to customer, right? Yeah. Definitely. So now for someone, I'm kind of interested in this, I guess this one-third of people that don't use barcodes because it's kind of like, I, w- I work in distribution as well. So, you know, very familiar with barcodes, uh, inventory control background, so barcodes I love. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> so I, th- I guess thinking about it and kind of grasping my mind around it, so when you start to try and implement that and tackle that, I mean, how how long does it really take for implementation just to get them to start to use barcodes? Usually it's pushed on them by somebody else. Right. Because they've got to get compliance labeling done. Got it. Along okay. those ways. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing happens is they actually have an initiative to start scanning barcodes within their own system because they want inventory control. Mm-hmm. So the first thing you have to do is identify everything they're given a control. Right. 
Um, and they want to get beyond what I call the um, the technological hump of everybody knows where it is, so we mm -hmm. don't need to identify it. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, well, Good then what's tribal your knowledge, so tribal speak. knowledge? Tribal right. knowledge, right? What, yeah. What's your trading cycle like when you get a new employee? And they're like, oh, somewhere between three months and six months. Yeah. And I'm like, wouldn't you like to have that between three and six hours? Yeah. Yeah, three to six months is a long time. Yeah. yeah. If you could put up some location tags and mm -hmm. identify places within your warehouse yeah. just to get them started so they could navigate mm -hmm. and then think about putting identifiers on those locations on the shelf right. where they could actually find things and then directing them to the place where that stuff is stored rather yeah. than saying, go find a widget. Right. It, it, in, in some cases, it literally transforms their idea of what they're doing. Right. They don't, I mean, they're, you know, five-man shop, we've been this way for so many years, oh, yeah. Joe just retired. Uh, we don't know where that part's kept anymore. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. That's like the, uh, that's the um, we've done it for so many years this way, is like the enemy of continuous improvement, right? Exactly, right? yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I remember, you know, a couple of operations that I've been in, and they're like, they're like, oh, well, um, yeah, so-and-so knows how to do it. Yeah. So, what if they're on vacation, you know? What if they... God forbid, get hit by a bus tomorrow. Like, what's, what happens then? You know, what are you going to do? And, oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Well, and, know? and that continuity of solution is the yeah. other thing that we deal with. Because, like, I mean, it wasn't that long ago I wandered into a manufacturer and I said, So, mm. how do you guys generate labels? Oh, we got a printer over there in the corner. We, you know, we pre print all our labels. I'm like, Okay, yeah. let's, let's take a look at this. And I'm looking at the setup and I'm like, Okay, now who runs this printer? Mm. Oh, yeah, we got it running off of this PC in the corner. And I'm going, mm. Okay, that's running Windows 3.1. When did you guys last update that machine? And has that fan been cleaned lately? Because if that machine goes down, your production ceases. And they're like, oh, no, that, we can keep making product. I'm like, no, no, you can't sell or ship any product without a label on it, right? Right, yeah. So if this one nail disappears, right. the whole shoe falls off your horse. Right. It doesn't matter where else you're going to go. Yeah. Nothing happens until that system gets replaced. So you might want to think about creating a backup for that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So now, I guess let's take it to the opposite uh, spectrum now, right? Mm -hmm. So, so you know, we talked about the person that has no barcodes, right? They're way they're stuck, stuck in the old days, area. Right? Yeah. And uh, so now, what about somebody that's kind of optimized and kind of continuously improved? They have barcoding. Maybe they have some RFID stuff going on. Mm -hmm. You know, what kind of solutions are you offering to them or suggesting for them? It it, it can run the gamut from looking at choke points within their process mm -hmm. and trying to find out where those bottlenecks are and go, right. okay, how can we help you alleviate those bottlenecks with mm -hmm. better information flow? Yeah. Um, in other cases, it can be, okay, you've pushed your data collection to the limit. Mm -hmm. You now have to recognize that it's the data system behind it that's holding you up. Right. You don't have good data. Mm -hmm. Or your system doesn't go granular enough for what your technology can handle. Mm. Um, the biggest problem we're seeing right now within the industry is ERP systems are designed to track items, right. SKUs at the each level. Mm -hmm. They don't aggregate. They don't talk about containment beyond that. So the whole GS1 standards thing where right. you've actually got a GTIN for every packaging type, mm -hmm. they can't absorb it. They can't consume it. Mm. So they're left um, kind of breaking things down to the each every time. So yeah. I'll walk into a warehouse and they'll have cases that are properly identified with GS1 standards, right. and they've broken the tape and pulled one product out and put it on top so that they can scan the UPC code, because that's all their system can consume. Got it. And yeah. I look at that and I go, you guys realize you've just given away all of the optimization that the whole system is designed to support? Yeah. Because your back-end system won't handle it? Can't handle it, handle it. yeah. Uh, how, uh, sorry. <laughs> 
and the, the next thing I'm seeing is you have people who write warehouse management systems right. that aren't able to consume multi-dimensional data. Mm. So they want a different barcode for every field. Right. And I'm like, GS1 standards have been around for a while. We have these things called auto-identifiers, auto yeah. you know, so that you can have more than one field on that label mm -hmm. and scan it once and then move the product instead of having to scan it six times before you can move it. Right. Wouldn't that be nice? You know, could we cut down the number of touches, please? Um, and they're just not there yet because they don't conceive of that. They're, again, one step beyond the ERP system. Mm -hmm. ERP system says we track eaches. So, right. oh, now I have to add identifiers to those eaches, so I'm going to scan for every field. Mm -hmm. No, if I give you the data, consume it, and if I didn't give you enough data, ask me a few more questions. Right. Uh, they're, they're not quite there yet. The Manhattans of the world are, but yeah. at the lower end, not quite there yet. Yeah, not so much, yeah. Okay, so would you say... I guess for those uh, kind of customers, would you say that's kind of probably the biggest opportunity you see right now for a lot of customers where they need to maybe upgrade their ERP system to kind of fill in those gaps to go with all the different changes that have happened in the industry and all the other new technology that's happening? Either either upgrade your ERP system or mm -hmm. put in a man, uh, manufacturing or warehouse execution system. Got that it. can put a layer of barrier kind of a layer of control around that to allow you to have more information mm -hmm. that gets reflected back to the ERP at the each level. Okay. Keep your financials clean, I understand mm -hmm. that, but you need to be able to make your operations efficient. Right. And if your financials, just by the way they're structured, are holding you back, yeah. you need to put in some other layer of execution at that point to, to manage that difference. Hmm. Um, it's not it's not unheard of, it's just it's another way of thinking about it. Right, definitely. So so what would you say I guess about the the person that's kind of like resistant to that because they're like, oh, I don't want to invest in new technology. New technology might not work or it might be bugs or something like that. How do you kind of tackle that and tell them like, you know, you need to do this? Well, I always say, well, how much is your company worth and right. are you ready for it to be a merger or acquisition? Because mm. those are your choices. You can either move forward yeah. or become less, slightly less profitable and somebody yeah. can acquire you. That, that's one way of looking at it. Interesting. The other way of looking at it is, mm. okay, what is the problem we need to solve? Mm -hmm. And how can we stepwise improve? Yeah. What does it take to get there? And in some cases, it's, well, we can start on this by properly identifying things in our warehouse, starting okay. at the dock door, at the receiving right. dock, to start bringing this information in a little bit more efficiently. Mm -hmm. And then on the outbound side, maybe we can start scanning to, to do our pack stations so that we're actually verifying that what we picked is what's being put in those boxes right. so that we're shipping the right stuff. Right. Whether or not they're doing the full pick or the, the inventory control using scanning doesn't really matter because mm -hmm. it's, it's within their own four walls. Mm -hmm. If they can uh, achieve front and back, yeah. we can work on the gaps in between. But it's a nice place to start because they're going to get a good ROI on the receiving side yeah. and they're going to get a good ROI on the fulfillment side. Right. And then we can backfill that with cycle counting and, and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But they may not be able to transform their warehouse operation to put scan guns in their material handler's hands because they're just not culturally ready for that yet. Right. But if they're doing any omni-channel fulfillment or any trading partner type stuff, mm -hmm. they've got to be scanning barcodes and getting validation on that or their returns are shoot through the roof. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I talked to a company recently and um, they're a startup and they're doing things by paper, everything, and uh, <laughs> I feel the same. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but one of the questions I was like, well, you know, so and they were like, oh, there's not really no QA process or anything. So it's kind of like, I'm like, well, how do you know? Like, because then they said, went on to say like, yeah, like, you know, our mispicks are really not that bad. And I said, well, you know, if you don't have a QA process, how do you know? If there's no audit. Yeah. And they said, oh, well, you know when the customer calls. And I said, 
okay. That's, one, that's outsourcing your auditing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Company, we don't want that to happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you ship too much, <laughs> the customer's not going to call. They're only yeah. going to call if you didn't ship the right thing. Right, definitely. Yeah, so I think your point of kind of starting at those two ends is uh, is really smart idea and then kind of just squeeze the middle, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so very interesting stuff. Um, so where can we find out more information about uh, Barcoding Inc.? Well, you can get barcoding.com. It's okay. a good place to start. Yeah. Um, you can come to my session on, let's see, Tuesday or Thursday. Okay. At, you're at the show at Modex. I'm literally talking about GS1 standards and how to get started. Okay. And where the ROIs are within that kind of process. Definitely, definitely. So um, we'll have to have you back on the show just to talk about that topic. It'd be fun. Yeah, definitely. All right, so we'll put uh, more information about uh, barcoding on the newrouse.com. And uh, Peter, thanks so much for uh, stopping by. Awesome. Thanks for your time, guys. Right. Appreciate it. You've been listening to the New Warehouse Podcast with Kevin Lawton. Subscribe and check us out online at thenewwarehouse.com. Business is always changing, always evolving. To keep pace, you must run better and manage smarter. The Raymond Corporation is committed to providing innovative intralogistic solutions that will optimize your business, increase productivity, accelerate insights through connectivity, and transform operations through automation. To learn more, visit RaymondCorp.com. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want more content from the new warehouse, check out our new video series called All Hands on LinkedIn. Just search for The New Warehouse on LinkedIn and follow along.